Welcome to Digital Marketing Made Simple. If you're a small business owner or entrepreneur seeking advice on creating a profitable online business, look no further than your host, Jenny Lyon, founder of Jenny Lyon Digital Marketing and Virtual Assistant Services, award-winning writer and 20-year digital marketing expert. For many people, creating a profitable online business is the dream, yet they struggle and they don't have to. Each week, we'll share some of our best digital marketing tips, practices, and strategies to get you optimal results. We'll also chat with experts and share our favorite small business success stories. Together, we're going to strengthen every area of your online business from content creation, social media, and email marketing to online courses, webinars, product launches, and more. I hope you find this podcast both empowering and inspirational. Now, let's get started moving your business to the next level. Hello and welcome to the Digital Marketing Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Lyon. I'm excited to jump back in today to talk a little bit more about pivoting your business to more of an online model. We can all agree that the last few months have been incredibly hard for small businesses. And as someone who works with entrepreneurs every day, I've seen this firsthand and I've had the really great privilege of standing alongside some small businesses throughout this crisis. So I wanted to take this time to share what I've seen over the past few months, not only with my current clients, but with new clients as well. I wanted to share some tips about how you as a small business owner can survive and even thrive during crisis by pivoting to more of an online business model. Now that we're a few months into COVID, I'm still seeing small businesses fall into three categories, status quo, freezing, and pivoting. So let's start by talking about status quo. Some people are just sticking with the status quo and going about business as usual, which can work great for some businesses, but others not so much. I've seen some clients that already had a strong online component to their business to begin with, so sticking with the status quo is working for them. Next, I've seen a lot of businesses simply freeze, which is completely understandable. They're still hunkering down because they're scared. Now listen, hunkering down can feel safe, but we're now moving into summer and then fall, and you know we don't really know what's going to happen next. So it's really the time to cut the fat, but not the muscle in your business. It's an essential time to keep your key talent and push your business forward in new ways. So if that sounds like you, I entirely understand why you're having trouble getting going during this time. There are so many factors that might be limiting you or holding you back. There's an incredible level of anxiety out there around COVID-19 and anxiety kills productivity. Many of you are probably working from home for the first time, which is a massive adjustment. I know, believe me, you're not alone. Did you know that before the virus, only about 1% to 2% of people even worked remotely? And now today it's more like 50%? That's a huge shift in such a short period of time. And people everywhere are realizing that working from home isn't like working from an office. You know, I remember when I first started my business, I thought, oh, it'll be great. I can get up, I'll have a slow morning, I can have a cup of coffee, I'll lounge at my computer, you know, I can hang out in my PJs all day. But I'm sure as you know, I quickly discovered that nothing gets done if you do that. So if you are like me, hear me out on this one. So you've probably spent years and years building up your business and your brand. 
Don't let this virus stop your momentum. It can be really challenging to come back from freezing up. And it breaks my heart to see people shutting down and going out of business because they put everything on hold. I saw this with our beloved bookstore in the little town right south of us. Uh, it's a bookstore that I absolutely adore. My husband and I would stop in there on date nights on a very regular basis. You know, we purchase from them constantly. And as soon as COVID hit, you know, I was really watching social media and their website, hoping that I would see, you know, some sort of action. I wanted to, you know, order books online or, you know, through social media or, you know, hear that they were pivoting somehow. And I had even tried to reach out, but didn't hear back because I really was worried that, you know, they were going to struggle through this. And I was so sad because we went out for the first time about a week ago and drove past our little bookstore and it was empty, completely gone. They just completely shut down and didn't even announce that anything was happening online or in social media. So I, I've seen it and it's, it's really scary. And so I wish that a lot of businesses, instead of, you know, freezing up or, or closing down, you know, would really think, you know, of maybe pivoting to online instead of possible. So that's which, of course, which brings me to the third category, which is pivoting. So the clients that I'm seeing thrive in the midst of this are the ones who went full steam ahead when this happened, and they pivoted more of their business and their marketing online. I've even had several new clients contact me it just in the past few months looking for new online streams of revenue. You know, they're looking, can you help me build an online course? How about a webinar, a membership site, and even really reaching out to other businesses to create partnerships that can really help push their business forward. And guess what? They're finding that silver lining, you know, and it's really working out for them. So rather than shutting down, they're using this time to ramp up those online portions of their business. You know, they're digging into webinars, they're switching to online courses. So, you know, it's super important thing to consider. And I've also been talking to many small businesses who have physical storefronts and giving them advice on how they can move some of their business online as well. So for example, I work with a gal who before COVID hit, she offered in-person cooking classes and they were super popular and she filled them up constantly. And, you know, as soon as COVID hit, you know, she panicked, we panicked, you know, we, we quickly started to pivot her business to offering online cooking classes. And we even started shipping the ingredients so people wouldn't have to think about going out in public and going to the store and having the stress of it. And it were, it's working out. People have really been enjoying it. And, you know, this type of thing keeps you top of mind, you know, so once life gets back to normal and it will, people will remember her and, you know, they may still want to do online classes with her, but, you know, they're going to come back and take inline in-person classes with her as well. I mean, once they're back out and, you know, at work and they're living their lives, they're going to want to do a cooking class live with her. They're going to want to take their spouse or their partner, you know, their kids out for, you know, a date night and do a cooking class. So let's move into talking about if you're still struggling to pivot as a business, what do you do? So, during any crisis, your messaging really can't stop. You'll still need to touch base with all of your clients, 
but you can do that in an online arena. And the messaging might need to be tweaked a little bit, but that's okay. That's what pivoting is all about. So here are some of my favorite tips and thoughts for shifting online. So first, you really wanna position your pivot to online as a way that you're adding value to your customers. This doesn't mean that it has to be permanent. However, if you can incorporate value into your pivot that you can continue to offer in the future, then that's even better. You can think of that as multiple streams of income. Second, don't forget to touch base with your entire team and your key talent. It's important to build systems in to talk to your people on a regular basis because you don't wanna lose anyone during this period. If you have clients or customers that go on hold, that's fine, but you want them to come back once, you know, once they get back to the position where they can. And as far as your entire team and key talent goes, that's so important. You don't want to lose your team or key talent, you know, during this time. You really, going back to that phrase, you really want to cut the fat, but not the muscle in your business right now. So next, really consider putting non-essential things on hold, especially if your business still isn't back to where you want it to be. And number four, I tell my clients this all the time, but don't put your eggs all in one basket. The next time there's a crisis like this, and not to be a downer, but there may be another period of physical distancing at some time in the fall or winter, you and your business will be ready for it. The trick here is that businesses that were already primarily online have a head start over brick and mortar businesses. However, once the crisis is over, the brick and mortar businesses that pivoted are also going to have those double streams of income. They'll have their online income and their storefront. So it's something to really consider. Next, we've all heard the phrase, slow and steady wins the race. A slow and steady pivot will keep your business on track without burning you out. So remember, you don't have to do it all at once. You don't have to build a webinar and an online course and a membership site all at the same time. But you should decide where you should focus. What is going to work best for your business and your audience? And you should focus on that and move from there. It's projected that within the next 10 years, 73% of teams will have a remote staff. The reason for this is outsourcing can save up to 60% in labor costs over an in-house employee. It's also more scalable and gives more flexibility. So now's the time to get ahead of that trend as well. So you might be wondering, what do I need to successfully pivot online, right? Well, guess what? I have a great free download that really walks you through it step by step. You can grab it over on my website at jennylion.com forward slash pivot. But it's really not hard once you have the right tools in your tool belt. Chances are you're already doing most of your meetings via Zoom, but there are a few other business softwares and tools that you should check out as well. So if you're using Zoom, great. Um, it's perfect for video conferencing. Um, I also like certain tools like Slack or Teamwork for staying in contact with team members. I think that that's a great way to keep team messaging going and staying connected. I think using a project management system so that you can keep all of your projects and tasks in order is fantastic. I recommend either Teamwork, which is what I use, Asana or Trello, 
And if your billing clients are paying hourly employees, then you'd want to consider getting a time tracking and invoicing system. Um, I personally use Harvest, but I've heard good things about MyTime or Toggle. And I'll include all of these links in the show notes so you can check them all out. So working online is going to mean probably getting rid of a lot of your large physical filing systems. So if you're not already familiar with Google Drive or Dropbox, then it's time to check it out. And if you have clients or customers that need to sign any type of contracts or work agreements, then you'll definitely want to get set up with either DocuSign or HelloSign. Your life will be so much easier if you create systems in your filing sharing and you know, all of your different types of filings that have a set folder structure and file naming conventions. So when setting that up, you really want to think of the what, why, and who when you're creating those processes. For scheduling, um, I personally use Vsita on my website, but you could check out Acuity or Schedule Once. Um, it's great for clients to schedule client calls with you, consultations, really anything that you need to schedule, it's perfect for online. I sync mine with my husband and my son's calendars. That way, you know, my son's home from college right now, so he's in the next room. And, you know, before this, he would like to pop in. But now that I'm doing video almost all the time for all my meetings, he learned really quickly that he can't just pop in. So now he just checks his phone to see my availability. Oh, mom's on a call. She has a call coming up in 15 minutes. I better wait. And that way he can pop in when he knows I'm free. So of course you should have, you know, a laptop, you know, computer. There's different types of things that you need, such as a webcam and microphone and headset. But I'm sure with, you know, working at home for the past few months, you probably already have those things in place. So another thing I highly recommend is a CRM, a customer relationship management software. Um, I use Copper for mine and I love it. It keeps everything in one place, all of my client documents and emails and phone conversations, everything. Everything about every client is in one place, super easy to pull up when I jump on a call or pop into a meeting. And now it really is a great time going back to processes to create any type of SOPs and procedures that you're going to need going forward. So that was a long list, but really it's totally worth it to make sure that you have everything set up for success at home in the future. I would say another complaint that people have about working from home is not being able to stay on track. So let's take a second dive into some tips and tricks for staying focused. That's a big one. So my first tip, it's a simple one, but you wanna build routine into your day. So this will help minimize distractions. I try to stick to the same schedule every single day. I know it might sound boring, but I'm telling you, if I deviate from that schedule, it does not work out. It just doesn't. I really have everything, you know, blocked on my calendar for the entire day. Next, um, if you don't have a home office that's dedicated just for you, then, you know, make sure that you do have a space that's as quiet as possible. Before, you know, COVID, I was the only one home during the day, so it was really easy to focus. My husband was at work, my son was off to college, but now, 
you know, everyone's here, <laughs> including the dogs. And, you know, I used to put the dogs, you know, away, but now, you know, my son's home, he might want to play with the dogs. So, you know, we definitely had to find a schedule for that as well, because, you know, Noodles, my pug, and all of my French bulldog, they like to wander in and say hello. And then, of course, I want to give them doggy kisses. So next thing you know, I'm kissing the dogs and I'm off schedule. <laughs> you get the point. And last but not least, make sure to pay attention to self-care. This means eating well, which is super tough for me, working out, taking a shower every day, getting ready, you know, taking your lunch break and having water at your desk, you know, just really make sure to pay attention to your self-care as well. And I just thought I would leave a few tips about running a virtual meeting as well. I'm sure that you've probably already had to run one by now. Um, but if not, here's just a few little tips for you. So this should go without saying, but you want to get dressed and not just from the waist up either. <laughs> you want to be completely covered. <laughs> so get completely dressed. Uh, make sure that you're equipped with a great camera and microphone, like I said before. And in order for meetings to not drag on and on, be sure to set a clear topic, a clear start and end time. You know, you really want to have a schedule for your meetings and you want to define roles and responsibilities in the meeting to keep everyone on track. And then, of course, you want to follow up with individual team members and make, you know, personal connections during the meeting, which is great. And then last but not least, make the most of the time you have. You can't just pop into people's offices anymore, you know, on your way to the lunchroom. You know, you've really got to use the time that you have with them. So before I let you go, let me summarize my main points and highlight some other important things for you to remember. So I think the key to all of this is to keep moving forward and think of ways that you can build up your business to more of an online platform. You really do wanna keep any content that you have going out, your marketing, you know, keep it positive, keep it fun, you know, focus on things that people can do together. And, you know, people are always looking for new ways to connect, you know, especially during this time of social distancing. So keep that in mind with all of your social interaction. And if you're launching something new during this time, keep in mind that it's okay to charge for your products and your services. You know, it doesn't matter if it's a lower end product or a, a higher end product. I mean, I've seen people selling big ticket offerings for all kinds of events and services, even during COVID-19. And if you're looking for new ways to expand the online portion of your business, I think podcasting is going to be very, very great during this period. Online video is also doing really well too. So check it out. And you know, you want that type of connection with your community. And now's the perfect time to connect with your audience in a whole new way. So for those of you looking for a little more help working remotely, remember to check out my free step-by-step -step workbook. It's over at jennylioncom forward slash pivot. I hope you find all of this information useful. If you have any questions at all, please feel free to reach out. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to next week's episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple. 
Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to click the subscribe button wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, please leave a review. If you want to connect with Jenny, you can find her at JennyLyon.com or on social media. We'll see you next week for another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple.